The International Network of Children's Ministry presents Trauma-Informed Children's Ministry, a podcast dedicated to equipping children's ministry teams in order to elevate trauma-informed care of kids and families in the church. We believe children's ministry is the most futuristic and strategic ministry of the church. When you're on the front lines of this key ministry, you need to be informed about how to effectively serve today's kids and equipped to create environments where all kids can meet with Jesus. And preparing you to do that is what this podcast is all about. Are you ready? Let's dive in. My name is Michaela White, and I get to serve as the executive director for INCM, as well as the host for this podcast. INCM has existed for over 40 years to connect children's ministry leaders to what they need to champion the discipleship of kids and families. If we haven't had the opportunity to meet yet, you just need to know that children's ministry leaders are my heroes, and I believe wholeheartedly in the mission of INCM. Every children's ministry leader should be connected to what they need to do what God has called them to do. That's why we're diving into these important conversations, the kind of conversations that help you and your teams effectively move your mission forward. We have planned 12 critical conversations together for this series on the topic of trauma-informed children's ministry. Each episode will be no more than 20 minutes, and our goal for this series will be to equip you and your team to advance your mission by growing in your trauma competency. I can't imagine a better co-host for this series than Julie Cooper. Julie serves as the Senior Vice President of Training and Curriculum at Trauma-Free World, and she is a champion for the way children's ministry leaders impact kids with hard stories. In this first episode, we're setting a foundation for the entire series, answering questions like, what is trauma and what research supports the idea of trauma-informed care? In later episodes, we'll get into topics like how we build trauma-informed teams or how trauma impacts the child's biology or how we can address behaviors that are rooted in trauma. But for today, we're going to lay the rails we need for the rest of the series to run on. Julie, I'm so grateful to get to embark on these conversations with you. Are you ready to dive in? Michaela, I'm ready. And I love that children's ministry workers are your heroes. They're mine as well. I am the life. I am a kid who came to know Christ through children's ministry. I I went with a neighbor. Um, my, My family didn't attend church. And it was the faithful work of a church in my community that brought me to Christ. So it's it's a pleasure to be here today. And so many of us have that story. And I think it's important for us to remember of the lifelong impact that children's ministry can have on communities and kids. Um, so I'm grateful that we're going to get to have these conversations together. And I think many of us have an idea or picture that comes to mind when we think of the word trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, and trauma-informed care sounds really good, but I'm wondering, could you define it for us? And then could you also help us understand maybe some of the history around it? Yeah, you bet. So trauma, uh, you may, the pictures you may have may be the, um, the returning war veteran or um, a, a very dramatic, horrible car accident. We tend to think of trauma as these huge things. And really it did start pretty much after the Vietnam War, we started to realize the impact of future functioning on trauma. Hmm. However, um, we've come to know it's so much more than that, which is 
um, part of the reason we're talking about it today. We're going to talk about what what it is and how it um, just impacts the kids we work with. You know, I also want to mention that for our listeners, you'll you'll hear a lot about trauma, but you also may start to hear about ACEs. Mm-hmm. So we're not really going to talk a lot about that. I just want to throw it out there yeah. that if you hear about adverse childhood experiences and is that really different, I just want you to consider this all in the same the same group of things, traumatic experiences, adverse childhood experiences, everything we talk about is we'll be addressing really both of those things. Yeah, that's good. So one of the things that I think would be good, it, it might seem obvious, but I'd love to hear perspective. Why are we hearing so much about trauma right now? I, I remember, you know, um, my, my mom served as a volunteer children's ministry director growing up. So I've always been, you know, in children's ministry in some way, shape or form yeah. for my entire life. I've been serving vocationally in children's ministry for almost 15 years. And it feels like the past three to five years, we've heard a lot more about trauma than at any point um, in the past decade. So yeah. why is that? Yeah, you know, part of that is how the, the definition of trauma has evolved. Um, so I didn't necessarily mention that before because it, it's been evolving as we've understood what trauma really is. So trauma is anything that overwhelms the capacity to cope. So that absolutely can be things like war and car accidents, but it, it can also be things like a natural disaster, definitely abuse and neglect. Um, community violence, systemic racism. There's so much more. And because science is starting to understand the impact of trauma, we're realizing, wow, this, this is important for every area of life. And, um, and church absolutely is a place that we need to understand this. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that it's not until more recently that the church is really receiving the information around trauma-informed care and beginning to Mm -hmm. pay attention to it. You know, Michaela, I don't think it's just the church that's really starting to receive it. Schools are, um, other community programs, law enforcement. I think everybody is now starting to realize, whoa, this is for us. This isn't just for the few clinical professionals. Um, I think we're all starting to hear more about it. And again, that has a lot to do with massive amounts of research that just show how critical this information is. Yeah, that's good. Um, You know, we are obviously going to be peeling back layers on this throughout our future episodes. But I'm curious for right now, could we just define trauma so that we're all starting from the same place? And obviously we'll unpack that more as we go through all the episodes, but just a definition that we can start with. Yep. So we'll go back to our definition that it's anything that overwhelms a person's capacity to cope. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when we think of trauma, there's really three categories of trauma. And the first is an acute trauma. Uh, And that's probably what came to mind, um, you know, like that extreme car accident. So an acute trauma is an event that occurs one time. And again, that could be the natural disaster. That could be a hurricane. It could also be a car accident. Um, It could be sexual assault for women uh, or men, really. Um, So it's a one-time event. An acute trauma, uh, it's incredibly important to know that with acute trauma, 
we want to offer that person the ability to process that event. Um, somewhere, somewhere we've come up with this idea that time will heal all wounds. That's actually not true. You know, if you just throw a bandaid on a wound without healing it, it gets infected. It's the same way with acute trauma. It's not just time, it's healing of the wound. So that means we expose it and we put medicine on it. So we don't, we don't force people to process things, but they need the opportunity to process things. So if you've got a good friend or you've got a kid in your children's ministry and you know something has happened, you just be willing to say, hey, man, what happened and how did you feel about it? That's it. You don't need a fancy degree to process those things. Just be a listening ear um, because a lot of us experience acute trauma. Now, uh, thinking about other kinds of trauma yeah. that that kids might experience, you've talked mm-hmm. about acute. Are there others yes. that we need yeah. to be aware of? So the next is chronic trauma. And chronic, of course, means something is ongoing. Um, and chronic trauma is going to differentiate between the next kind I'm going to talk about. That's complex developmental trauma. Okay. So chronic trauma could absolutely be ongoing violence, ongoing abuse. But the difference between chronic trauma and what we call complex developmental trauma is chronic trauma occurs with a child who is over the age of five. Mm-hmm. So um, it's, it's interesting because abuse and neglect and abandonment that happens earlier under the age of five has an exponential effect on development. Mm-hmm. So it's been necessary for us to kind of pull those apart. So chronic trauma ongoing abuse and neglect, but once a child is older, complex trauma, developmental trauma, when the child is younger, under the age of five. Okay. Okay. Now, I mean, our, our leaders are likely thinking of some of the kids in their ministry that they've interacted with and maybe have a question mark and wonder about, you know, it, their, their, um, spidey sense is going a little bit. you know, when that happens, as there as we're processing through these conversations and that spidey sense is going off a little bit, what are what are your encouragements, your recommendations for them? Uh, to continue listening to this podcast series okay. is my recommendation because we are going to get into signs to look at for kids. We're going to talk about um, what is our role, not only within our ministry, but within our staff team. So it, it's learning. Mm-hmm. We we always say when your spidey sense is going off, we want to get curious and not get furious. The idea yeah, is to, yeah. we want to be responding to kids, not reacting. Mm-hmm. So when you start to see those behaviors and emotions and, and you're getting that sense, like there might be something deeper here that we definitely want to dig into that because we don't want to re-traumatize kids. Right. Um, so learning this is, is how we go about making sure we understand so that we're a healing place, not a place that might bring more harm. That's good. I appreciate that curious, not furious. And yes, the rest yeah. of the episodes I think are going to be so helpful for leaders um, to really get more curious about the kids mm-hmm. that they're serving so that they no. can. I wonder, Michaela, if I could even um, mention that, uh, and it's not necessary for us to really know. 
So it, it's really not necessary for us when we're looking at a kid to be like, I wonder if this is complex or I wonder if this is chronic. Um, our interventions are going to be the same. So I'll just put that out there. It's, it's not going to be necessary if you're thinking, gosh, I don't know the history of my kid. I can just tell that's enough. That's, that's what we need. We don't need to have um, the biographical history in order to know that this is how we respond. Mm-hmm. That's good clarity. That's good clarity. And I, you know, there's a lot of reasons that we're digging into this topic for this series, Julie, but I'm wondering if you could just summarize it for us. Like, mm-hmm. Why does being a trauma-informed children's ministry matter so much? Why spend the next 12 episodes, these 12 episodes talking about this? Yes, this is about the gospel, the the gospel of Jesus, the good news of Jesus, right? Is that he came, he came relationally to be that once and for all path for us to relationship with the father and for children who come from histories of abuse and neglect, their image of adults is, is very often shattered. And, and we know this in ministry, right? We know kids um, need a correct view of who God is so that they can understand what relationship in God looks like. Um, but it, I think there's more there. I, I think it's even more critical than we've realized that kids who come from traumatic histories have an incredibly hard time with relationships, an incredibly hard time with trust, an incredibly hard time understanding what it is to be loved and valued. As we become trauma-informed, we start bridging the gap between between your past and what the Lord has for you, which makes the gospel even more accessible. Yes, yes. I know that um, for so many of the leaders that we have the privilege of getting to serve, that their heart is to see kids grow in thriving relationships with Jesus and to experience the transformation and hope that he offers. Um, And I think where we're going in these conversations is going to really open up perspective and allow our leaders to create environments where all kids are going to be able to hear about the hope that they have in Jesus. And so I think that's what we hold as the goal as we go throughout these next uh, several episodes is Yes, it's about being able to understand that child and love that child and navigate some of the hard things uh, like behaviors with this child Mm -hmm. all for the purpose of giving that child every opportunity to know the hope and the healing that they have in Jesus Christ. So especially those kids who maybe come in with the biggest behaviors and the biggest emotions, especially those kids who um, really are are in critical need to understand what love is. I think you're right on. Amen. I also think Julie, one of the things that stands out to me as we look ahead to these coming episodes is just this fresh um, understanding of grace again. Yeah. And how important it is for us to remember the grace we've been given and what it looks like for us to offer that unapologetically to the family in our lives. Yep, absolutely. Just even this morning, as I was reading through the gospels and the story of the woman caught in adultery Mm -hmm. um, and marveling again that these men wanted to judge her and Jesus 
just said, you know, right. You, you who have no sin, throw the first stone and they all walked away. And he, he offered her so much grace. I was just struck by that again this morning and thinking, um, if Jesus is our example, which he is, of course, like, wow, what a privilege to offer that kind of grace to, to people who are hurting and children and families who, who might be making tough decisions out of a hurt place. Yeah. Um, we can bring healing and grace and truth. We can bring that all together. Yes. Yes. Grace upon grace and giving out of the grace that we've been given yeah. is our is our privilege as children of God. And so I'm excited for the ways that these conversations will guide us in how to do that. Um, and grateful for you contributing your wisdom and voice to, to helping us as a community grow in how we care for kids with hard stories. Pleasure. Well, friends, thank you for listening to this first episode. We hope this conversation has set the rails well for where we're going together and uh, is going to equip you to elevate trauma-informed care in your children's ministry. In our next episode, we will be joined again by Julie and Dr. Chris Corbett as we debunk some common misconceptions surrounding trauma. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. To learn more about INCM, you can get connected to what you need to serve kids and families at incm.org. We're glad you joined us today. We're here to support you and we're cheering for you always, friends. 